Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about misplaced faith, and we're coming from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 12. So grab your journal. In this season, God has been speaking to me a lot about faith. And during this particular day, what he was speaking to me about is misplaced faith. And what he said to me is that sometimes we can believe and have faith in the promise so much that we put faith in the promise instead of just having faith in him. And it sounds weird when you actually say it or when you actually think about it, because it's like, well, if I got the promise from you and I'm having faith for the promise or in the promise, isn't that the same thing as me having faith in you? And what God told me is, no, it's not the same thing. What God said is there's a difference between having faith that he's going to make the promise come to pass and having faith in the actual promise. See, you give all of the credit to the promise or to the thing or to the word that he spoke to you instead of giving credit to the one that spoke the word instead of giving credit to the creator you're giving it's kind of like those people that talk about the universe that's someone that's putting faith in the promise instead of putting faith in the person that created the promise so he said when you misplace your faith your intentions are good your heart is good you just have your faith in the wrong place I don't need you serving the universe and talking about what the universe is capable of when I'm the one that created the universe in the first place. That's misplaced faith. I don't need you talking about or focusing on how great this job is going to be and how it's going to pay your bills and it's going to take you to the next level and it's going to be so great. You're giving all of your faith to the actual promise that I spoke to you instead of placing your faith in my presence. I'm the one who created this thing. I'm the one who exposed you to this thing. I'm the one who told you about this thing. So be careful and be intentional with making sure you're not placing your faith in the promise opposed to keeping your faith in the person that released the promise in the first place. While he was downloading this in my spirit, he began to explain to me how it's easy for this to happen without us even knowing that it happens. Because when you have faith for a promise, faith without works is dead. So you also have works to match your faith. But the thing is, if you have faith in the promise and faith in your works, then you give the promise in your works all the credit. So if I get this certification, the job is going to pay me more and I'll be more financially stable. And if I make sure I pass this class, then I'm going to graduate on time and that degree and stroke my ego. If I do this thing, it's going to help the promise be even more better. So now you're having faith in the promise and faith in your works. And God is saying today, I need you to have faith in me overall. I need you to have faith in me over the promise and I need you to have faith in me over the works. I need you to have more faith in me over what you're qualified to do, what you're skilled to do, what you have money to do. And I need you to have more faith in me than what you can get with all of those qualifications certificates and all of those dollars in your account. I need your faith to be founded in me. I need me to be the place where you keep your faith. Even if I have the certificate, it's still God that's doing this. Even if they do hire me, it's still God that's doing this. Even if I do get the raise because I passed that class and I stayed up studying all night, I'm not placing my faith in the promise. I'm not placing my faith in the works or the labor of my hand. I'm keeping my faith in the man that creates it all in the first 
place. Because at the end of the day, God, I couldn't work towards this if it wasn't for you waking me up this morning. God, that job couldn't hire me if it wasn't for you keeping them running with money in their business. God, there's so many other parts of the promise. It's so many other parts of the process, which is why God is saying, I need you to keep your faith in me. Because if you put your faith in the promise, you're putting all of your hope in this thing that I created when it comes from me ultimately. So if you keep your faith in me, there's no limits to the things that I can bless you with. If you listen to yesterday's podcast, we talked about faith being required. It's titled Faith is Required. God is stepping in. And in that podcast, we talked about the process to promise and what happens in the process, how the promise is revealed and then the process begins and then your confidence is stripped and then faith steps in and then the promise is received. But today we're going to talk about how your faith can be misplaced in that process because with the process we already established yesterday that there's a promise but there's also going to be an area of lack there's also going to be an area of gap that God creates just so he can step in and do what only he can do and today he's helping us to know that in the midst of the process make sure your faith is in the right position if your faith is out of position then you can't be mad if he can't step in and do what he need to do because you had your faith in the wrong place You had your faith in the wrong thing. The word says that it's impossible to please God without faith, but it's definitely impossible to please him if you have your faith in something else. So today we're talking about misplaced faith because I know you want the promise of God. I know you understand there's a process. I know you understand there's going to be an area of gap. You're going to experience some type of process, some type of lack. There's going to be something that you go through, but in order to get through what you're going through, you have to make sure your faith is placed in the right place. I know the promise looks glamorous. I know the job looks glamorous. I know the house looks glamorous. I know the school and the relocation looks glamorous. But what I also need you to know is that when you get this promise, you're going to still need God for you to maintain this promise. God is going to be the one to help you sustain this promise. So he's saying now, before I even give you the promise, I want to make sure your faith is the foundation and not your faith in this promise because this promise can leave you high and dry. This promise can fail you right now. This promise is not going to withstand you. This promise is not going to help you maintain once you get what it is that you're praying for. It's me that's going to be there to make sure you keep what you get. So I want you to know now, put your faith in me and not in this thing. Cause when you get the thing, it's going to be hard to try to switch your foundation in because you already stepped in with misplaced faith. But if we start now, if we start at the foundation and you understand that my foundation is in God and not in this promise, then when you get in the promise, when you get in the process, it'll be easy for you to maintain it because your faith is in me and I will never fail you. So how do we make sure our faith is not misplaced in the process? Romans chapter 12 and verse 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. And what God showed me is that these are the three ways that we make sure our faith is not misplaced. The first way is to be joyful in hope. This is where yesterday we talked about the promise being revealed. This is where the promise is revealed. So when you're hoping to receive that thing, when you're hoping for the word of God to come to pass, it says, be joyful in this hope, be expectant, be looking forward to what it is that God said he's going to do. Be joyful in hope. 
When the promise of God is revealed to you, when God releases his word and says what he's going to do, hope for that thing to come to pass and be joyful in it. Not because you trust the thing, but because you trust the person who released the word to you. Keep your faith in your father. The next thing it says is be patient in affliction. So this is where your confidence is stripped. Yesterday, we talked about the process beginning and your confidence being stripped. You experience an area of lack. This is where God creates the gap and he creates a part of the process that you can't fix on your own. When you reach that stage, Romans 12, 12 is telling us to be patient in affliction. What I want you guys to understand about the promise that God has spoken over your life is that you will experience affliction. But what yesterday's word taught us is that that's just God creating a gap, creating an area of lack for his power to step in. If you do it all on your own, then you can thank yourself. You can take credit for it. So in the midst of the process to promise, God creates an area of gap. He allows affliction because then he can step in and do his part. So I want you to understand that on the way to get the promise and the word that God spoke to you, you are going to experience affliction. But Romans is telling us be patient in affliction. And when you be patient in affliction, this is you making sure your faith is in the father and not in this thing. See, we get impatient in affliction. We get impatient in the process because we have our faith in the promise. And now it looks like the thing that we're having our faith in is failing us. So now I'm getting all worked up. Now I'm in a frenzy. Now I'm getting stressed out. Now I don't know if it's going to come together because your faith is in the wrong place. That's the only reason why you feeling that way. That's the only reason why you losing hope. That's the only reason why you beginning to waver is because your faith is in the wrong place. But if your faith is in the father, you can be patient in affliction because you already know that God creates a gap, but not so that this gap can defeat you. Not so that this gap or this area of lack can rob you of your promise, but so that he can step in. So Romans says, be patient in affliction. And you can be patient when you know the person that's working on your behalf for the promise. And if it's hard for you to be patient in this affliction, if it's hard for you to be patient and still in this storm, I want to ask you, could your faith be misplaced? Are you having more faith for the promise than you are for the provider of the promise? And the last thing to do to make sure your faith is placed in the father is be faithful in prayer. Because the thing about the promise and experience in an area of gap or, or an area of lack or affliction is that when we experience that, we get faithful to trying to fix the problem. We get faithful to trying to find a solution. We get faithful to trying to figure it out. But God is saying today, when you face that affliction, when you face that area of gap, when you face that area of lack, I need you to be faithful to the Father. Be faithful in prayer. Don't be faithful to this promise. Don't be faithful to this thing. Don't be faithful to trying to figure it out on your own. Who is your faith in? Is your faith in the thing or is your faith in the father? He said, I need you to be faithful in prayer. Even when you're afflicted, even when you're in an area of lack, even when you experience the gap, even when it seems like it's falling apart, if your faith is in the father, then be faithful in prayer and not faithful in the promise. And I know this is a tricky, this is a very tricky word. This is a word for the meat eaters. You got to be mature in your walk to understand this word because it, it sounds like if you look at it on surface level, I'm supposed to be faithful in the promise. 
You are supposed to be faithful in the promise, but it's about what are you being faithful to? Who are you being faithful to? Are you being faithful to the promise or are you being faithful to the father that gave you the promise? Because I I honor you, God, I'm faithful to the thing that you've given me, but never get it misconstrued. Never get it, never get it twisted. I'm not faithful to this promise because of the promise. I'm faithful to the person that gave me the promise. So the, 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 the faithful and the respect that I have for you, God, it just triggers down to the respect that I have for the thing that you gave me. But my faith isn't founded in this promise. My faith just flows to this promise because my faith is founded to the father that gave me the promise. So don't think I'm saying not to be faithful to what God has given you, not to be faithful to the word that God has spoken over you. What I'm saying is be faithful first to the father and allow the rest to flow down to the promise. You have to make sure your faith isn't misplaced. It's time to do an alignment. And that's today's seed. Today's seed is the alignment seed. God, I'm checking my faith. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure it's not misplaced. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure it's founded in you. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure it's in the Father. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure it has you at the top of the chain of command. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure that it's keeping my eyes set on you. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure that my heart posture is towards you and not towards the promise that you've given me, Father God. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure it's rooted in your heart and not just your hand. I'm checking my faith and I'm making sure that it's keeping me on the path that you set for me and not the path that I think is best for me. I'm checking my faith because I don't want my faith misplaced. And if you're sowing the alignment seed, you can sow that to dollar sign at Christian Bay or PayPal Zelda Christian Bay at gmail.com. That information will be in the description. Make sure your faith is not misplaced. It's time to check your alignment. Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer, not faithful to the promise, not focused, not, not, don't lose sight of God. Cause you so focused on what God said that you, you, you forgetting the person that said it. You forgetting to focus on who gave you this word. If I give you a word, I'm the only one that can get you to that word. You you losing focus because you so focused on the word. You so focused on trying to get to the promise that you scrambling stuff together, trying to make it come to pass. But if you just keep your eyes set on me, if you just listen to my direction, if you just keep your tunnel vision on, I can lead you there. I can get you there. The path is already clear. The steps are already ordered. The way is already made. But if you lose of me because you took my word and tried to run with it your faith is misplaced and you ain't gonna get to the promise that way let's pray father god first and foremost thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast father god thank you for using me as your vessel i pray that this word reaches the ears that you set out for it to reach father god i pray that this word deposits a seed of clarity father god remove any scales off of their eyes father god enlighten their heart to be able to see what posture they're currently in father god so that you're not blamed for any alignments that's not in place father god in order for us to receive your promise we must be positioned correctly father god 
So I pray that this word repositions your people, Father God. I pray that it positions them according to your will, according to your word, according to your way, according to the steps that you ordered for them when they were in their mother's room, Father God. Reposition them right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, and give them a new heart of faith that's founded in you, Father God. I pray over those who sow into this word, Father God. I pray over them to be intentional about not just sowing into this word, but actually doing the work to make sure that they're in alignment with what it is that you're doing in this season, Father God. Not in alignment with last season or last year, Father God, but in alignment with today, Father God, so that their faith can be activated and their anointing can be activated to another level, Father God. Allow them to see who you're calling them to be and what you're calling them to do according to your word, your alignment, your will, and your promise, Father God. Keep our hearts connected to you over all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Christian Bay TV. Bye.